What's up, everyone? It's Girls in the Game here. We aren't just talking about scores, plays, and games. You're getting inside scoop of NCAA Division I athletics. We're your hosts, Allie Tunney, Colleen Schultes, Mary Gagan. And, and this is Girls in the Game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Girls in the Game. This week, we have special guests, co-founders, Devin and Donnell of Shutout Sports. Just to start off, if you want to say who you are, give some background. You got Don't go ahead. All right, okay. Um... So I'm Devin. Uh, I am a sport management major uh, here at USC. I'm a sophomore. And uh, last year I got into sport management. Um, the first week, actually, that I got here, uh, I, I signed up for the Ryder Cup and I worked that. Um, and if you know who Steve Taylor is, which I'm sure you guys do, um, he asked me to go to the Super Bowl last year, too, which was awesome. So I, uh, I got in pretty quickly, worked that. It was great. And uh, from there, got to work at um, work with the Yankees over the summer, uh, which was awesome also. And then uh, Donald uh, approached me with the idea of working with Shutout Sports and uh, growing it and everything. And I was all for it. And here we are. Yeah, um, I guess I'll go now. Uh, my name is Donald Farrell. I'm a pre-law student, actually, and I'm minoring in sports management. So it is. I'm not really like as immersed into the major as Devin is with all those opportunities, but I did really want to get involved with sports in some way. So like I kind of started off this website as like a blog almost, but it really wasn't growing in like the way we wanted it to. So Devin and I kind of met up this uh, or last semester and we kind of started brainstorming ideas and started working on the website and, and here it is today, completely different. So, yeah. So y'all obviously have a big love for sports, um, both having majors and minors in the sports industry. So where did that initial love of sports come from for both of you? For me, so I was I was uh, born in July. The day that I went, came home from the hospital, my dad showed me the first Yankee game I ever watched. So July, it was like July 9th, 2003. I forget who they were playing, but uh, yeah, no. So from there, my dad always was a really big, influence in my life when it came to sports and everything and uh I grew up a huge baseball fan uh fell in love with basketball and uh, football as well and just found that as the thing that I wanted to pursue um when I was applying for high school for colleges two years ago I didn't know what I wanted to do um I knew that I loved working in business my mom owns my, my mom owns her own business and everything but it, it wasn't really what I felt like my passion was I saw South Carolina had such an amazing uh sport management program and I uh I applied and here we are today yeah um I would have a pretty like similar experience and more just that like my dad introduced me to it all like I started out playing flag football when I first moved to uh New York and I like loved doing that made a lot of friends that way so I kind of found people with like similar interests to me I don't know I just like the competitive aspect of it and it's it's always changing. It's, I don't know. I, I just really felt I could relate to sports in a lot of ways. So I didn't really even think that I could pursue a career until I even got here. I applied in as like a STEM major and then switched into the business school. And then now I'm pre-law with a minor in sports. So it wasn't something that I even thought I could make a career out of, but ended up finding a way, you know? Yeah. I think that's really cool that you aren't like subject just to sports, but that's still like a mm -hmm. huge part of what you want to do. So you said you started out with shutout sports as kind of like a blog and then you guys kind of like combined to make it into something like even more than that. So where did you initially get the idea for this website? 
I was just like driving with my friend and he, he mentioned like some idea that he was working on, but it was, had nothing to do with sports, like that he was making a website. And I was kind of like, if he could do it, then I like, might as well give it a shot myself. So I set up like a blog and just kind of had like some friends back home, send me articles and I'd post it and advertise it on social medias. But there's just so many blogs out there. So it was just like hard for someone to like, I guess, choose my articles over theirs. Cause you know, it's like at this, at a certain point, it's all the same stuff. Right. So, I mean, we kind of wanted to make it more interactive because I feel like it's easier to see growth that way. So that's why we kind of like established the, I like to call them like pillars, which is pick them, rate them and rank them. Just like a very interactive experience in a way, as opposed to just reading an article and logging out. Do y'all kind of like engineer your own? Like, are you like coding this whole website or do you kind of have like someone helping you out or like a software? How do you guys like create this website? We actually do it mostly through Wix. Like uh, we okay. don't really have that much uh, coding experience. There's like little stuff that you could probably do with coding that would make it easier. But most of it, we did it through Wix and kind of just like, I guess got good at certain functions of it and made it kind of, I don't know, just like as simple as possible because we really didn't want to overcomplicate it because we knew what we wanted, you know? Right. And so on your website, you say it's kind of like your target audience is Gen Z. Have you found a difference in like results from the website and like how you guys switched it like to this new one? Like, have you found more Gen Z of your audience like interacting with it? Yeah, I would say that um, we really wanted uh, to focus on college students. And we felt like the fact that Barstool Sports is not really a sports avenue anymore. Um, And for ESPN is for... Gen X, what um, Bleacher Report is to Gen Y, and there isn't really anything that is fully Gen Z in our opinion. And when we look at uh, what we were writing before and everything, the articles and stuff, that's not something that uh, Gen Z really gravitates to. A lot of it has to do with uh, Instagram posts or TikToks and things like that. Um, and when we, when you know, when Gen Z is watching a, 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 a clip it's very likely that they're just gonna skim through it. So one of the things that we thought is was interesting was the fact that, you know, if if they're not gonna read an article, maybe we can have it. So it's like we said, interactive in a way where the people can rate what they want themselves or choose what they think the things are. When we see like polls and stuff like that, there's all over the place. Um, and we just decided that, you know, people can choose the top 25 poll for themselves or what they think a player would be rated um, like in a 2K sense, but on our website, because college basketball doesn't have a, a video game like that. So yeah, we we decided that um, we wanted to take a hold of that really. Okay, so you, you kind of like touched a little bit on like each aspect to the website, but just for our listeners, can you kind of go into detail every, you said like rate them, pick them, rank them, I think is what the... Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, that you talked about. So if you could just go into more detail with those and what those specifically entail. Yeah, so Pick'em is, it's pretty common in other like websites as well. Like ESPN does like a similar thing. It's kind of just like predict who you think will win that matchup. And by the end, by a certain date, whoever has the most points will give X amount of money to. And we kind of wanted that to eventually become something where sponsors could reach out to us and give us like a $500 gift card or whatever it is and we would advertise their site for that week and you know kind of drive traffic to their site so it would kind of be like we're getting some money to give away and they're getting some business out of it just like i don't know just a different way to think about uh the pick them overall because a lot of different sites just give away a million bucks and 
everyone gets their share of that. So I don't know, just something to support small, small businesses and things like that. And then for Radom, it's kind of like a video game almost like you have Madden NBA 2K has the overalls and players get pissed off if their speed's not this, if it's not that. So we kind of just decided why not let all the player or the fans decide how good they are and give the overalls that way. That way no one can be like, oh, he should be this. And we can just say, oh, this is what the majority decided. So we're going to put that out there. And for as for Rankum, it's kind of like the AP poll you get every week. You get your top 25 teams. Uh, similar thing. People get annoyed that this team isn't one, that team's not three. And this is kind of just taking away that complaint factor and just saying like, this is what the people wanted. This is what the fans decided. So it's funny. Um, I've been reaching out to uh, players too uh, for their radium and stuff like that. And I was going to, you know, eventually do a TikTok or something where um, the players decide what they're, uh, what they're rated and everything on our website right now. Uh, I forget who it is, um, but he's on Arizona state and he rated himself a one out of 100. So he's on a one on the website right now. Or Brevin Galloway, he, he gave himself, he's on, he's a Clemson guard. He said that he was, he would, um, he was a 77 overall. So now he's a 77 on the website. So things wow. like that, just getting, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And I feel like, like your website, it covers so many different like leagues and teams. And I saw one of your TikToks was that you guys traveled to find like the best basketball school. Is that kind of your plan to like kind of make your audience grow, but also like really have your audience like be interactive with the website? Devin's idea. So like he kind of just reached out to me and was like, you want to go to Tennessee? Like the tickets are really cheap. And he got like a small microphone and we were just like approaching kids in the street. And it was a pretty cool concept because I get those TikToks all the time on my For You page of just like stupid interviews and I'll, I'll watch the whole thing. I think it's entertaining and I don't know, just like a different type of sports media that uh, we felt we could do at least. Yeah, I agree going off of that. Um, I think that it's a, it's a fun thing. Um, and like, exactly. If you, we want to grow through, through what we think our uh, base was going to be or is going to be. And a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Gen Z kind of platforms. Um, and, working in that kind of sense or doing the uh, interviews like that. I think that's something that we can definitely do to uh, improve our follower base. Yeah. So y'all's website is fairly new. So I'm just curious, what has the response been from everyone around about the website? And do you have any stats on any viewership? Uh, it's, I mean, it's nothing crazy right now. Like we've gotten, I think like 500 total people, like different people log on. And out of those 500, like I think, 50 or 60 like actually like entered information into like different categories so I mean it's definitely a good start we did do have a lot of work to do but I feel like the way it's built it's at, over time like more of a word of mouth thing like oh you can rate players on here I, I I feel it'll grow that way too on top of our like social media presence so I guess we'll see I was actually uh I didn't think that we were going to get 500 I was a bit pessimistic on what we uh did so the first two weeks getting 500 people to log in log on um, I was pretty proud of that. So, yeah. So how you guys are both obviously in college, how do you balance running this? And I mean, like you went to Tennessee, like how do you balance? And then on top of all your schoolwork and anything else you're involved with, how do you find a good balance between running this, but also being committed to other things? <clears throat> um, I mean, like right now I'm actually applying for law schools so that uh, like already kind of just puts in like a routine that like I have to like study for this amount of time. And like on top of the homework. So like, I guess it kind of makes like a schedule for myself, like with what I have to get done. 
And I even don't really see like working on shutout as like going and doing like an hour of homework. It's more like a reward at the end of the day. Like, all right, now I can finally like log on and do this and make the changes to the site. It's more or less like, I guess, when can I set aside the, set aside the time to even work on the site as opposed to like forcing myself to, you know? I, I am really bad at um, time management. And that's something that I've been having, to, uh, that I've been struggling with with this website so far, but it's definitely something that uh, I just bought myself a planner, which I haven't had since second grade. Um, so it's really teaching me uh, to to work in a way that, like I have a test this upcoming this week and I want to set aside like two hours a day to work on, on shutout. So like, and I have to, you know, I have other obligations as well. Like I'm a, a SBT mentor uh, working with 195 class. I don't know if you guys know what that is probably, but um. Yeah, no. So doing a lot of uh, doing a lot of that is uh, is difficult. But I, I think that since we had a lot to start with, like since we had to uh, do this um, and build the site and everything, it's uh, it's gotten better, and I've gotten better at doing it. But still, a lot of work to go. Yeah, it definitely it's growing. And like you guys said, you guys have been reaching out to sponsors, like trying to get money to give like to a reward for people who log on. Do you ever see um, Shoutout Sports having any type of gambling? Because sports betting and gambling is like a huge growing industry right now. And I feel like already with like rank them, pick them, like you guys have, a, you guys could really go into that industry. Yeah, I, that originally we wanted to do it, but Devin worked on like a separate project that was like bordering gambling. So he kind of knows more about like what we can get involved into and like what we can't. So it, it's kind of tough given like I'm not even 21 yet either. So like I, it's hard to even just provide advice alone on something like that, you know? Yeah. So one of the, one of the struggles is, so I was working on something like Donald said, but um, one of the struggles is that first off in the state of South Carolina, you have to be 21. And for someone to be <laughs> creating a project, they'd probably have to be 21 as well. But um, also the fact that, uh, an international betting license and a sketchy one of that costs $40,000 and it's from the country Curacao. So it's not really something that we're looking into right at the moment. Um, but I don't Hopefully know. Eventually. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, we, we had a whole lecture on that in our sports media class. It was really interesting to see, but your website definitely, I feel like could get to that point just yeah. because it's so active. but do you guys have any other goals for your website? Like one of the main things Devin and I would talk about is just that like we kind of wanted an opportunity to like, I guess, show that like sports can be interactive and it doesn't have to be into the hands of the analysts that are giving bad takes left and right. And I don't know, just like companies like Bar so that aren't even solely dedicated to sports anymore. Like we kind of wanted to be like the front runners in a sense of this new type of like interactive media. I completely second Donald in that sense. Uh, I get... I, I've I've given up on watching uh, ESPN or any of the other networks um, when they're not airing a game because of the fact that it's so it's solely people saying things to get likes or to get not not to get likes but to get viewership, and everyone gets uh, like everyone in the comment section or anyone in any post where someone says oh my god LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, it's it's it gets to a point where it's just annoying to see um everyone up, up in arms about it and we think that if we democratize how people actually vote on this thing it would be so much better and there's actually going to be a reasoning behind uh the ratings in our opinion yeah and i feel like that's so true like 
especially now with people being able to just look up highlights on YouTube of whatever game, I feel like less and less people are tuning into like Sports Center or like and like first take any of those kinds of shows. So how do you guys see? Obviously, you have this website, and I mean, there, with social media, there's so many ways that sports media in general is kind of growing as a business. So. In what other ways do y'all see social media growing as a business, whether that's through websites or social media or any kind of other platform? Okay, so um, I was just talking to somebody who uh, he he works at NBC Sports, and he was talking about the Olympics and how um, he feels threatened uh, because none of the none of the uh, Gen Z audiences like us are actually tuning into the Olympics, and that's going to be their big thing, obviously, in twenty twenty four. In 2026 so he's trying to figure out how uh to make people log in to you know watch the olympics on their tv and actually set aside the time and what they have going on right now isn't working um you know that that has to do with a lot of their uh their content that they're producing um it has to do with the articles that they're writing and the shows that they're like have on their uh, network and i thought about that for a while and that was actually before i talked to donald about uh, shut out. And from there, I kind of was like, you know what, we need to have something interactive. And I talked to Donald about it. Donald had ideas too. And we kind of went back and forth with each other about it. And really the way that um, we build off of the already social social media is by allowing people to uh, democratize and uh, talk about, you know, what they believe in, like actually rate and rank what they think uh, teams are and stuff like that so yeah that's that's what I feel yeah and just a question with your website so you said you want to be allowed to have like people have a voice and kind of choose like who's the best like what team should have won do you have like a section or like any ideas where you can actually have people like having an open discussion about it like I feel like on TikTok and Instagram like the comments people get into debates like do you have a plan that like your viewers can be like interactive with each other yeah, eventually we want to, um, like at the moment, there's no like actual like account with like a username and password. It's more like if you want to log on and join, like we call it the members area, you can put your email and Instagram in and be enrolled into like certain rewards and stuff like that. Eventually we want to add like an account. So like all that stuff's possible. You can like, I guess, essentially send people friend requests like on an app like ESPN and see what they think that person's overall is. I don't know, just make it like fully interactive, not just them submitting scores and hoping that we're upholding the truth of it we're also going to have the uh pick them leaderboard and stuff like that so uh you know people are gonna we're gonna have a ton of different leaderboards like hottest streak coldest streak things like that and people are gonna you know you can follow or add people if they're really mm. good at picking games for some reason yeah and see what they do and things like that so yeah, yeah i think that that's definitely something we want to do yeah for sure and just another question um what does the marketing aspect look like to get your website out there, get it into people's ears? I know social media is a huge way to market different ideas and that's exactly what we're doing. But is there any other way that you've tried to market your website to really reach your target audience? Um, yeah, like, so <clears throat> a few other people are helping us out with it. So like they're up in upstate New York and one dude's in California, but like Devin and I wanted to print out like some flyers with like a QR code and just slap that in every rev residence building around campus, like Granby, wherever. Um, I don't know, even just like word of mouth, just telling people that like you're out in five points, just mention like, hey, why don't you go on your pick them and for 200 bucks, like stuff like that. That doesn't all have to be through social media. Like people will tell their friends about it if the, there's an incentive. 
we're working on our guerrilla marketing strategies <laughs> right now. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're focusing mainly on the social media aspect at the moment. And uh, like Donald said, um, but I, I, I think that that's some, one of our uh, things that we need to address um, mostly too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys have like a lot in store and a lot of great ideas for this. It's been really great hearing about this. Do you guys have any anything else you'd like to add or share with Shoutout Sports? Um, I guess just to check it out and submit those picks if you want to win 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that we have, uh, we definitely have some ideas uh, that we obviously can't share right now, but uh, definitely <laughs> think that it's going to be a fun uh, ride. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, I think that's all we have, but thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. That's all we have for you this week on Girls in the Game. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls in the Game Podcast and stay tuned for more episodes. And shout out to Michaela Tunney for winning this week's trivia. See you next week on Girls in the Game.